Happy Friday, everybody. I'm your host for the episode, the freewheeling and bullet dealing, Kyle. <laughs> and I'm your favorite co-host, Cassidy. And I don't have a fun slogan. <laughs> and this is, is date, date night. night. If you're new here, what we do, Cass and I, we have ourselves a little date night, which has been staying in more lately than going out, and we watch a movie and talk about it. And this week, if you couldn't tell from my awesome nickname, uh, we did John Wick. That's what that was supposed to be? Yeah, free will and bullet dealing Kyle. <laughs> I know John Wick doesn't have a nickname like that, but or he goes by Baba Yaga. I probably could have said that. Baba Yaga. I'm your Baba Yaga host. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, I picked John Wick, and the reason I picked John Wick is mainly because I've never seen any of them, and I feel like I'm missing a massive part of society if I don't watch them. <laughs> I mean, your brother, shout out to Chase, he's been get it, like pressuring me to watch these movies huh. since the fourth one came out. He's like, bro, how have you never seen them? Which is a fair question, because how have I never seen these? <laughs> I feel like there are a few movie franchises that were like, never seen it. What's one that sticks out to you that you just like, I've never seen a movie in that franchise? Indiana Jones. Okay. Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Both of those are solid. I would also... Never seen them. I've seen the second Fast. I think it's Bond, Tokyo Drift. Uh, James Bond. Oh, you've never seen a James Bond movie with Daniel Craig? No. That's crazy because he was a good James Bond. <laughs> I, mine would probably be Indiana Jones as well. I've yeah. never seen an Indiana Jones movie. And Back to the Future, that might piss a lot of people off. I've never seen any of those movies. The Hobbit. I've seen The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Funny yeah, story Lord about of the that. Rings. Never seen um, those. So my roommates, when I lived in uh, Orno, I had roommates and they loved Lord of the Rings and Hobbit and found that I hadn't seen it. So they both called out of their jobs and we watched all of them like in a row and it took us like, because we had breaks, so it took us like a day and a half and they called out of work and I don't think we actually slept. Like we stayed up, <laughs> talked about each movie after it. I mean, some of those movies are like three hours long if you watch the extended cuts. So I have seen those, but not until recently. Yeah. I shouldn't even be allowed to do this podcast. With all the franchises I well, thank God this isn't with a side of franchise, am I right? That's a that's a joke for like the six people who care. <laughs> but on this date night, we did do something else. We went for a hike. We did a lovely little afternoon hike. It was my idea. Mm-hmm. I always think I want to be a hiker. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I I got hiking boots for Christmas this year because I was like, I'm gonna be a hiker. You're a hiker girly. How many times have we hiked this year? Once. Maybe did we try? No, just once. Once was we did a walk through the woods. Yeah, <laughs> did a walk through but the I woods. wore my hiking boots for that. That too. is true. It counts if you wear the hiking boots. It does. So I've never been on a hike because I don't have hiking boots. I wore basketball <laughs> shoes to this hike, but this was a real hike. You didn't wear basketball or shoes. running shoes. Running shoes. <laughs> I keep saying on the that hike too, and I'm like, these are not basketball. It's because shoes. I'm so used to wearing my J, like my Jordans, that yeah. I'm like, I just got my Jordans on, but they're like specific running shoes that yeah. I wore. But anyway, this was our second hike. It's <laughs> so sad. The woman that I work with had gone on it the day before, and she's like, "Oh, it's beautiful. Like you should go on it." I was like, "Oh, if this if this older lady can do it, I can do it." And it said online that it was it was a moderate hike, mm-hmm. and I went up that mountain saying, "Moderate my ass." Oh, oh, oh! Moderate yeah. my ass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the hike was hard. It was like. It was steep, and mm. there were times when you're always having to use my hands and like climb. And I, I expect I don't expect that with a, a moderate hike, but clearly mm. I'm just not a hiker. What killed me was you said, "Oh, it takes an hour and fifteen minutes." So when we got to the the end of the hike and we were standing over that little waterfall thing, I was like, "Yeah, I mean, we made great time. It took us forty nine minutes to like get up here." And then you're like, "No, 
uh, an hour and 15 round trip. And I was like, oh, no, we're fucked. We haven't, no, we're not even going to come close to that. Which it's, Kyle probably could have done it a lot faster. He had to keep stopping and waiting for me. Okay, but he, listen, okay. But the only reason I was, like, zooming is because I had to be like, okay, if I don't do this, my entire family's going to die, so get to the top. Thanks are supposed to be enjoyable. It was enjoyable. I just meant, like, to push through how exhausted I was going up the fucking... Can you believe that? He told me that after the hike or on the way down. He's like... The reason I was going so fast is because I just tell myself that if I don't do it, my whole family's going to die. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, but it's supposed to be enjoyable, like taking in nature. I did. I had a good time. I took more pictures than you did. Yeah, because you were at time. By the time I caught up to you, you're like, all right, let's go. <laughs> That's the thing. He had a lot of breaks. <laughs> I did get to stop. Like, I did get to stop quite a bit because I kept turning around and being like, oh, shit, I can't see her. <laughs> I kept looking for your, uh, I don't even remember what you're wearing, but I kept looking for your shirt. And I was like, oh, I see her. She's good. She's yeah. coming. And then to round off the lovely trip when we got to the top to look at the waterfall, I wiped out. Mm-hmm. Like feet come out from under you, mm. slipped on a rock. Both my feet came out, landed right on my ass. It was a digger. It looked bad. <laughs> it looked like it really hurt. And Kyle was like, are you okay? And I was just like, I just going to sit here for a minute. Mm-hmm. I felt really bad. I was really angry. <laughs> yeah, I could see the, the anger bubbling on your because face. here I am wearing my hiking boots. Yeah. That are supposed to be good in this stuff. And Kyle's wearing literal running shoes that have no tread left to them. And I'm the one that slips on the rock. We both stepped on the same rock. We did. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. I really don't. I don't get what happened. <laughs> it was slippery. It did almost slip going down though. If that makes you feel better. Remember yeah. I grabbed that branch and you're like, whoa, good yeah. save. But yeah, no, it was an eventful trip. Because we got up there. We got to take some pictures. I got to take some pictures. Of me sitting on the rock that I refused to get off of. <laughs> I did I take fell. a few pictures of you sitting there. <laughs> oh, I had to. Because it's like, I'm, I don't ever want to forget this uh. exact moment. But it was funny because on the way down, you were like, how do your knees feel? And I was like, they feel fine. And you like, you were like, well, I'll ask you again later. And the second we got in the car, I was like, my knees are killing me. Yeah, Kyle I don't know what knees, happened. And like... If you have a steep steep hike up, it means you have to go steep down. Yeah. And so it's just like, it's hard on the knees, like, going down, shit like that. You think I would have connected that in my head when you asked, but I was like, my knees are fine. Why would you even ask that? Like, I feel great. And then we got to the car and my legs were like, whoa. My legs were like wobbly. And I was like, what is happening? My knees are killing me. And then I woke up Monday morning and I was like, fuck that. Yeah. Which, it was like a three mile hike. Like, it wasn't, like, round trip, right? It was like three miles or something like that. Just under. Two. It was two, are you point, sure? 2.1. Well, oh, no, hold up. What happened was we got, I, I led us off the path for a while. <laughs> Can and... you imagine if we would have kept going? <laughs> so I got like, lost. Cass, Cass has pointed this out on numerous occasions. I get tunnel vision and I lock in and I just go. And it didn't occur to me that I hadn't seen a white paint. They have like white yeah. squares on the trees to follow and signs that say trail this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, ignored all of those went off-road and just wandered through the woods for a minute before Cassidy heard some voices. And was like, I don't think we're going the right way. (laughs) The voices are coming from over there. (laughs) I was like, yeah, we're going to go up and around. And I was like, I can't really like see a definitive trail. (laughs) I don't see any white marked trees. I'm like, do I say something and risk offending his manhood? No, I'm glad you did because... (laughs) Because I think we're going to get lost. Because I remember you being like, I hear voices and I was like, yeah, I think we go up and around and you're like, they're coming down. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, we're um, leading us towards death for sure. So, of course, I was the... Your stereotypical female, and I had to ask the people, is that the way to the waterfall? And I was I was like, yeah, please ask them, because I don't want to get lost in the fucking woods, man. 
And uh, to play it off, I looked like I was like took my phone out and I was taking pictures and I was like, yeah, I'm just getting pictures, man. <laughs> I didn't leave. You can tell this. we were in the wrong direction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but what was most funny about that was when you were like show when you went down that trail and I was like looking back on my, I was like trying to remember how the fuck did I walk so far away? It's because I like it, for some reason in my head all I remember is looking down and being like, I wonder what would happen if I had to do this barefoot. And then I think I just started thinking about that, and I just got lost and was just, like, zoned out for a little while, and I was really glad. See, it's good you stood, like, 30 feet behind me, because you, you kept us safe. You kept us from dying. It also was very intimidating as we're headed up the mountain, and we see all these people with, like, backpacks and, like, hiking gear, and we're just, mm-hmm. like, just me and you. We didn't even bring a water. We were the, o- <laughs> we were the only ones who didn't have a backpack, nope. and I was like... We have a fanny pack with our phones in it <laughs> and an extra charger. Water. No. And the thing was, was uh, we got, we pulled out of the parking lot of the place we live and Cass goes, we haven't eaten today. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, we haven't. And it was, it was like 1.30 in the afternoon and neither of us had eaten. And the only thing we'd had to drink that morning was coffee. So I was like, why are we doing this right now? We did not prepare for this whatsoever. So maybe- in hindsight, maybe that's why the hike was so hard because yeah. we ha- were doing it on zero food. Fucking dehydrated. <laughs> Hadn't eaten in 20 hours. Right. And I feel like we sprinted back. The way down, we went very So fast. much easier. Like, we were just cruising. Yeah. I almost, we almost, I had to take a few breaks to, like, not run into the people in front of us because there was a couple in front of us with their dog. And I yeah. was like, we got to slow up a little bit. And I'd turn around and be like, how are you doing? You'd be like, fine, keep going. I'd be like... Okay, I don't <laughs> want to run into these people. But I had a good time. It was, as I told Cass, I think the end of the hike was more like disappointing than the middle because like the, like not even the middle, like the quarter mark had a really cute little tiny waterfall called yeah. Little Cascade or whatever. Yeah. And it was super cute. I was like, I love this. When we get to the top, it's going to be even better. But there were just like, tr- like too many trees blocking the, the view and I had to stand under them and I was like, I don't want to be behind these trees right now. <laughs> So, I mean, I like the view from the little one. I remember when we got there, I was like, cool, we can turn around now. I was like, we're good. <laughs> like we, we made like, it. We're four miles in. <laughs> yeah. We do not need to keep going. Uh, it was fun, though. Mm-hmm. It was called Cascade Falls yep. in New Hampshire. Uh, Vermont. Vermont. Yeah, it was Vermont, which was fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a fun little thing to do before. It was nothing like, didn't cost any money. It made me feel good. It made me feel good. Got, got a workout in. Yeah, because usually on the weekend, like, my steps are really good during the week. Like, I get, like, 12,000 steps at work a day. Mm-hmm. The life of a nurse. But right. <laughs> um, on the weekends, it's usually, like, 1,000, maybe two. Right. But you also ride the bike, too, every, like, work day, too. So you get a little more, and then on the weekends, I feel like we phone it in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it felt nice to actually get some steps in on the weekend. I and it was successful. And it was kind of a spur-of-the-moment thing. We had talked about going hiking. You had been like, I kind of want to do this thing. And we couldn't really decide if we wanted to go then or if we wanted to wait. And then you were like, let's just fucking go. And I was I like, let's get, just do it. Yeah. I also get nervous picking hikes, like picking trails, because I'm like, I don't know what to expect. And I don't want Kyle to be like, why would you pick this? Right. <laughs> but moderate, I didn't think it was terrible. I think next time we should do that trail again, but with more water and food in our system and yeah. see how we come out on the end. Yeah. Because when we got to the top, I remember you were like, uh, you're like, how are you feeling? I was like, lightheaded. I was like, I don't feel good anymore. On the way up, I felt fine until right now. And now I feel terrible and I want to go home. I'm all done. <laughs> and on the way in there, I'm trying to get Kyle to drink water. He had like two sips. He's like, good. I was like, leave me alone. I'll drink water when I die. 
But yeah, so that was our date night. And then we got takeout. Lobster rolls. Because we got lobster rolls. You've been craving lobster rolls for a while. Yep. And you finally got one. And I want another one. You want another one? (laughs) They're (laughs) fucking good. But that was also the only meal we ate that day. Yeah. And I remember sitting there and I was like, I should have got more food. And I'm literally starving. We literally had a three-course meal. And we're like, I'm still hungry. That's what happens when you do a two-mile hike on zero food. Yeah. And also almost get lost and you think, wow, I was dumb and didn't eat. Like, every time I see these people go on, like, hikes and movies and I'm like, I would be way more prepared than that because you could potentially get lost. And then literally almost did that with nothing on me but my cell phone. Which was at like 30% anyway, and no food or water whatsoever. Yes. We did have an extra battery pack, though. For we did friends. have an extra battery pack. That we is did true. grab that. We could have called my mom. On our second, my second trip back into the apartment to make yeah. sure we shut the door because we couldn't remember if we shut the door or not. That's how bad this plan was. We just left. <laughs> I had no recollection of closing the bathroom door because if we don't close it, Brody will go in there. Mm-hmm. And. I, you neither of us had any recollection of closing the apartment door nope. or locking it if we even closed it. And so <laughs> like, then, is it wide open and our dogs are just running down the hall? So then I was like, we need to double check. So I pulled into a spot, Cass ran in, got the extra charger, made sure everything was locked up, and then yeah. we proceeded with our date night. <laughs> Very spur of the moment. Yeah. And I know it sounds like spur of the moment, like it's two in the afternoon. How are you guys just deciding this? Uh, Cass works mid-shift now. She works from like... The middle of the day until like nine. So we sl- our sleep schedule is a little fucked up. So it basically was like the morning for us. Yeah. I work 11 to 9.30 now. Yeah. It basically felt like we had just woken up and been like, let's go for a hike. Right. So and then the, went and did that. By the time I get up and get motivated and get ready to make plans, it's two o'clock. Mm-hmm. So that was our initial date night. Then we came home and I was like, I am feeling... Because I'd originally told you I was going to pick John Wick. Yeah. Because you, I think, have... You hadn't seen this movie before, have yeah, you? Yeah, You have? Okay. So, because I remember saying that, because I remember, I couldn't remember if you had seen it or not, but yeah. yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to pick John Wick, and then we're on the hike, and I was like, I kind of want to find a hike movie. <laughs> like a movie where people just go on hikes. But then I remembered that all of the hike movies in my catalog in my head are all horror movies. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not picking another goddamn horror movie. I'm going to prove her wrong. I always pick horror movies. So I picked John <laughs> Wick, which is basically adjacent, I guess. It's uh, violent. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, so that, that, uh, that was our day night. It was hike, takeout, and John Wick. I mean, we got gro- we snuck groceries. In there. We snuck groceries in there. We did sneak <laughs> groceries in there. What a good date! So what a what a great date night. So with all that said, let's go ahead and jump into our thoughts on the movie. Nice ride. Thanks. How much? Excuse me. How much for the car? She's not for sale. You have good day, sir. I lost everything. That dog was a final gift from my dying wife. Jonathan, you got out once. You dip so much as a pinky back into this pond, you may find something reaching out to pull you back in. It's personal. Where'd you get that car? What does it matter? It's not what you did, son. It's who you did it to. Nobody? But nobody. It's John Wick. So before we jump into our thoughts, I completely skipped reading the synopsis. 
So I'm going to read the synopsis. And I'm actually going to read the tagline for this movie because Letterboxd includes the tagline. And I think this one's great. Ex-hitman John Wick comes out of retirement to track down the gangsters that took everything from him. How do you feel about that synopsis? Did he come out of retirement? No! And then at the end, (laughs) yes! (laughs) I was hoping you'd say something like that because they make a big point in the whole movie to be like, I'm not coming out of retirement. Are you back? And then he's like, I'm back! And it's like, (laughs) all right, you just spent an hour and a half telling us you weren't. No, you are. Sweet! (laughs) But this is the tagline. Are you ready? John Wick, don't set him off. I love it. I fucking love it. It's great. Great tagline. Obviously, this stars Keanu Reeves. Uh, it's directed by Chad Stahelski, I think it is. So there you go. Those are your uh, big players in the movie. So first off, uh, we got to just jump right in here and talk about Daisy. Yeah. Daisy, heartbreak, and dogs being killed in movies. Yeah. Daisy is the cutest fucking dog I think I've ever seen. I had a beagle named Daisy. Yeah, that's enough. What the fuck, man? What are the chances? Before John Wick was ever a thing. Right. What are the chances? Mm-hmm. That is wild. Um, I'm assuming Daisy's the one that ate the bread, right? Yes. Yes. Daisy swelled up. And she used to get the trash can. <laughs> we literally, we had like a, like a tall trash can and she would literally find her way in through the co- the cover into the trash Oh, she's can. the dog your dad had to put the nail in the... Yeah, he told to me about how he had to like put a nail in there and put like a <laughs> little lock thingy on there to keep her out. I didn't realize that hurt. lock God, be trapped man. for this dog because she was just <laughs> a garbage gut. And one day when we were gone, garbage she, gut. she got up on the counter, got into the bread box on the counter, <laughs> and ate an entire loaf of bread. And we're, when we came home, I'm not joking, she was visibly swollen. Ugh. Like, <laughs> how does a beagle get up there? She had she had ups. I've I never know. I don't think I've ever seen a beagle in real life. So like, I don't know. Do they have hops? Like, can they get up? Yeah, they're pretty. What's the word I'm looking for? Agile. <laughs> oh, there you go. I was like, what are those hands motion? You're over here like acting like you're a runner, just quickly jabbing they're your hands. Agile. They're hunting dogs. Yeah. So they have to be able to. That's true. Move about pretty freely. Plus, Frankie's like surprised the shit out of me with his hops every once in a while. So I guess yeah. it's not like that crazy to think a beagle could do that. Yeah. But yeah, so John Wick's dog is named Daisy, and it is a beagle. Mm-hmm. I think they had to pick the cutest dog on earth puppy. just to break my heart. Because that dog is adorable. And the scene when John Wick first wakes up, and it's because Daisy's climbing all over him and jumping on him. I was like, I, I'm in love with this dog. Mm-hmm. I'm in love with this dog. Now, I had never seen this movie before, but I knew where it was going. Because there's like the whole joke is, oh... Thanos, when he finds out he was John Wick's dog, he snapped. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. it's always these jokes about how John Wick's dog dies. Yeah. And it's on these memes. And it didn't hurt any less, though, it's knowing terrible. it was coming. It makes me... I like this movie, and it makes me not want to even watch this movie. I literally plugged my ears and closed my eyes during that part. Yeah, and I think I had to say, like, it's over, and you were like, no. I can't listen. I can't watch that part. It's brutal. It's tough. And I'm glad, though, that they didn't extend it and, like, show it for very long. They weren't, like, beating the dog to death. They, granted, they did hit it and you saw it. And then when John Wick wakes up, the dog's dead next to him, which doesn't soften the blow. But it was nice that they didn't Halloween this and, like, show them slaughtering the dog. Yeah. I think in the Rob Zombie Halloween, they show him killing a dog and it's like, I'm good. Or the sequel, I think. I'm good. It's it's honestly too much for me just with what they do do. Right. In this movie. And I think it's because like the dog and I'm not saying elderly dogs aren't cute, but I am saying that because this dog is so tiny it's a puppy. and so loving 
and just new to the world and yeah. the fact that this is his wife's dying present to John Wick. So innocent. So innocent that it just makes the death a million times. And it's so unnecessary. This is all over a car. Yeah. And this dude kills John Wick's dog. Like, everyone's always like, oh, he killed John Wick's dog. The whole thing's over a car. Just take the dog. Just take the... Don't even take the dog. Don't do anything I mean, to the I dog. Mean, I mean, just take the car. Yeah, just take the car, Why man. Why do you have to do anything to the dog? Exactly. Just steal the man's car. So how do you feel about the decision to make him... To make uh, the... I think I think that character... I don't remember that character's name. Yosef or something? Like, yeah. to have him kill the dog. Were you just like, this is so unnecessary? It's unnecessary. But I, I don't think you would have had the whole movie... like. Yes, John Wick loved his car, but it's not the same as his having his precious little puppy that his wife yeah. got as his, her parting gift. Right. Slaughtered. Yeah, You're right. You kind of have to have the you dog would, die. He wouldn't have had retaliated over a car. If, if, if they would have had him retaliate over a car, I would feel like I would have been like, this is, this is pointless. This is just fast and furious. This is just dumb. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Like because... he's killing thousands of people <laughs> right. over a car. <laughs> Over a fucking 69 but the dog Mustang. Makes sense. Right. Yeah. I would do. I would kill thousands of people if they did that to I my would dog. do worse things than John Wick did. And I, by worse, I don't mean like actually physically capture someone and torture them worse. I mean, I would just be bad at doing it, but I would still attempt <laughs> to do it uh, if someone did that to my dog as well. But I do like that they say that that John Wick's literally like, you killed my hope when you killed that dog. Like, I had yeah. hope and you killed it. And I, it's like, yes. That's why, like, it sucks the dog has to die, and I'm glad they acknowledged that. Like, metaphorically, every, like, yeah, that's the whole point. But, like, to have John Wick acknowledge and be like, dude, you killed my hope. It's not about right. the fucking car. I loved that right. part. Right, and it's just the fact that, like, he didn't have to grieve alone. He had exactly. that dog there that he had to take care of, so he had to get up. He had to take the dog out. He had to feed the dog. Right. Like, it gives you something to live for. And you could tell, like... Right from the start, like, John Wick was bringing that dog everywhere with him. Like, right. you see the dog run out, like, first day for him to go buy him a bunch of puppy stuff. Yeah. And he just beelines to the car. And he's it like, let's adorable. go. And then just the dog being with him in the car and everything. Like, yeah. It's and just they have such a, a cute bowl of cereal with milk. Yeah. Yeah. The dog is eating it. And you're like, he shouldn't have done that. He shouldn't have given him cereal. <laughs> he's not going to want kibble. <laughs> it would be hard to go from Frosted Flakes to kibble, man. <laughs> I wouldn't fucking do it. Yeah. But, yeah, I think dogs in general being killed in movies and cats like animals in general if the animal can't come back like in Stephen King's like pet cemetery and like kill someone in revenge I kind of don't want it to happen yeah one of my favorite movies of all time uh, is Funny Games and the dog gets killed in that and every time it happens I'm like why do I like this movie yeah like why do I like this movie and then I forget the dog dies until I watch it again and I'm like why do I like this yeah well but, like, I cried when the whale thingy in Avatar got murdered you did you did cry. And that's just a... Well, it was a fake whale, but still a whale all the same. It's just like any animal, like, they just don't... They don't deserve it. Right. Like a dog that isn't doing... Like a dog that... Like, that's not Cujo. Like, this right. dog isn't Cujo. This dog isn't, like, zombified like in I Am Legend, where you have to necessarily... Like, it is a necessity to put them down. This is a puppy that knows nothing but love, right. man. Even when it comes to, like, animals that are, like, predatory. Like, they're predatory because that's their nature. That's their species. They're not doing anything... That they aren't just like born to do, mm -hmm. so they're really not doing anything wrong. You know what I mean? Like, but would you let it kill you? You know, what like I mean? sharks. Sharks, I completely. They're just like in their own habitat. Yeah, we're invading them. They're just trying to survive too. Like we eat fucking cows. Yeah, I was gonna say if you're going into the ocean and getting murked by a shark, I'm sorry, but like you, you, you walked into that one. Right. You know, that's avoidable. That's an avoidable way to die. But what about like 
you're in your backyard and it's a bear. I have had that happen before. I had that happen. Quick story. I walked out to take the trash out when I lived in Hamden and we lived in the woods and there was a very dense part of the woods and a bear came out. Well, a cub was sitting there and it was a decent distance away. I wasn't like on my porch, but I remember being like, well, if there's a cub, there's a mom. And I saw the mom eventually emerge from the woods and I just was like, it's a black bear. So they are usually a little more timid. And I was like, I'm just going to back up and go. Unless they have babies. So I was like, I'm going to back up and go into my house. And the bear wanted, I mean, it walked away. It wanted nothing to do with me. But if that bear came at me, I would still like futilely try to fight it off. You know what I mean? I wouldn't just like take it. Right, but what I'm saying is like some people would shoot that bear. Oh, I see what you mean. Just for being there. Just for being there. Yes. Okay. Okay. Realistically, like. That's their home too. Like this right. is their. It's home not endangering you too. But anyway, just killing of any animal and yeah. anything is just I just don't like it. Yeah, it hurts to watch. It does. I get it. And it sometimes it feels. Sometimes it's so unnecessary. Like, but in this movie, it felt on. unfortunately very necessary. And necessary I, to continue with the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And I did. I, I always. It always points out at the end of every movie. No animal is harmed. I guess in the they making. could have stolen his dog, and then he could could have just like rescued it. Gone on a rampage to rescue the dog. Yeah, stealing the dog probably wouldn't have hurt my feelings so much. No. But I did at the end of the movie. I made sure I never watched the credits for movies, and I made sure to let the credits roll. And then at the very end, I was like, "Okay, there it is. It says no animal are harmed in the making of this movie because I just had to be sure." And you looked at me, and you were like. Yeah, they didn't kill a dog for this movie, dude. And I was like, I know, but part of me just needs to make sure. So we, we've we already mentioned it, but let's talk about John fucking Wick. He's the main character, obviously. But let's talk about just the man, John Wick himself. The dude is a certified fucking badass. Yeah. I was very excited to watch this movie, having you, like you see it for the first time. Because like they explain... like. I think it's Vigo, the dad of yep of Yosef. Yep. The kid the kid. I'm gonna call him a kid because he's a fucking kid. That kills the dog. Is explaining like you don't know whose dog you just killed. John Wick is a man of sheer will, focus. He just won't give up. He's he not gonna not stop till he comes for you. He's not and, going to stop. And Vigo hugs him at one point and he's like, You're not my son anymore, you gotta go. Yeah. Even though he like defends him later on. It's not on, even but... like he's he's not even like you're not my son, he's just like there's nothing I can do. And there really literally was nothing he could do. There's nothing. What I love about John Wick was his coolness. The man was just cool as a fucking cucumber the whole fucking mm-hmm. time. He never got emotional or crazy. Everything he did was calm and collected. And you even said, like, I was geeking out. I was, like, laughing my ass off. Like, having a good time laughing my ass off because of how slick he was when he's mm-hmm. just showering. And he... Uh, slicks his hair back he dresses in a suit and you oh, looked yeah. at me and you're like the man is like he's a business this is a man you even said this and, and it's perfect he's a man who's just going to handle business that is all and mm-hmm. i was like yes this this guy is not getting emo- it was just so much fun to see a main character not get emotional and lose himself the dude was like i'm on a mission nothing is going to stop me and then he michael myers everybody he walked yeah. everywhere he went the dude was cool as a cucumber. The scene in the bar specifically when the kid is running away mm-hmm. and John Wick's just following him. But that kid's running and stumbling and freaking out. And, and John Wick's just, just walking. walking like a robot. And I loved it. I have goosebumps thinking about it because I fucking love that scene. Yeah. It was fantastic. My favorite description is he's the Baba Yaga. He's the man that you send after the boogeyman. Kills me every time. You even laughed at that because it's just like this is... What a way to build a character up without having to even use or show the character at all. Right. 
The world around him just built him up. Like, he is sent to kill the worst of the worst. Yes. Like, the, he is sent to kill killers. Yep. That are also trained in this business. Mm-hmm. He's just that much better than them. The best part was when he said he wanted out and Vigo was like, okay, here's an impossible mission you'll never be able to do. If you complete it, you get out. Yeah. And he's like, those bodies are buried under this foundation, essentially, that the, built this family. That, right. He said the bodies he buried that day built the foundation of his company. Um, um, like, what? They also like, said he, he, they broke the mold with you. Yeah. They don't even have to... He just defies all odds. And they don't even have to use him to do it. They use the people around him, and that was what was so effortless. It felt like I didn't have to see John Wick do anything, and... It builds up the tension so much to the point where, like, when he does go off, you're like, fucking let's go, dude. Right. Fuck yes. Like, yeah, you can tell how legend this man is just from his interactions with other people. Like, mm-hmm. he walks into that hotel, and the guy at the front is just like, good to see you again. Good to have you back. Good and he's like, I'm not back. back. And he's like, either way. And then the woman at the bar, he goes up to get a drink, mm-hmm. and she just... I mean, she helps him. She Still knows him knows exactly knows what his, his drink. drink is, and it's been he's like it's been six years or four years or something like that, and she still knows what knows he orders. His drink, yep. And the man who owns the hotel, who literally said, "There's no business done here. You cannot do that here," gives him the the location of the kid. Yeah, just out of good faith. That's and that's how you know that even amongst terrible people, he's well liked, and these people want to kill everybody for money. Yeah. And he's Willem Dafoe's character is a perfect example. Two million dollars to take out John Wick, and instead of doing that. He helps John Wick. Yep. Amazing. I remember seeing that part and you being like, oh, he's going to turn on him. He's going to do it. And then you see the first where John Wick's in, tr- in trouble and William Defoe's character is um, watching. Mm-hmm. And you think he's going to shoot John with the sniper. And he shoot he like shoots the gun to warn him. That someone else was in the room. That someone was coming. Mm-hmm. Like the whole time he was just watching and helping. Yeah. But like from afar, from a yeah. distance. No one knew he was helping until... Uh, until obviously at the end yeah but i i loved that scene i was like he's gonna get fucking how's he gonna get out of this one like how like this dude's just gonna miss he's a sharpshooter there's no fucking way and then he shoots it to the left of his head and i was like this fucking i love it i loved it yeah i loved how effortless everything felt like i even had i was like man i wish i knew fucking john wick just so i could be like i like you man like that's it i just want to tell him he's cool as shit and then when he was fighting the girl um, and you were just like, this man just has no prejudices. Oh yeah. I was like, this man, man, uh, man or woman, he is knocking you the fuck out if you come for him. And I love that. Yeah. But it's all business. He, he had no issues with that woman before. And even after he's like, I have no issues with you. Yeah. I know you're coming for the money, but I can't just let you get away with this. Mm-hmm. I need to tie you up now. Uh, we have to just mention when they kill Miss, I think it's Miss Perkins mm-hmm. because she Beautiful. conducted business Beautiful. within the hotel and they just calmly walk up to her and say your membership to the continental has been revoked and he just keeps walking he never stops the owner just keeps walking and he says that and he delivers it so calm and then all these men just like come out of nowhere bang four shots at the same time yeah not a second different they're all at the same time four shots ring out all mm. together it, like i don't like i'm gonna say it i don't like action movies all that much i feel mm-hmm. like i've said that before Mainly because the action is just so stupid and those those violent sequences are so dumb you can't even tell what's going on. They were purposeful in that they got a man in Keanu Reeves who does jujitsu. So all of the shit he was doing, I have seen done. It was real. It felt real. It felt like someone could actually get away with doing this. Mm-hmm. And two, it was the camera was always, always steady and focused 
on the action. It never was like herky-jerky here and there. You couldn't see what was going on. It wanted you to see everything. Mm-hmm. And I loved the I loved the action on this. It just felt real. It wanted you to see the composure that he kept while he was doing all this. Yeah. Like he never got flustered. Nope. And I, I and I also like seeing him get his ass beat. I said that multiple times. I was yeah. like, it's so nice to see the main character lose. He took hits. Yeah. He got thrown off the top of a balcony at one point. Yeah. And like that dude beat his ass handedly and like clean. It was nice. It's just nice to see that the main character is vulnerable. Mm-hmm. When the main character is always doing the ass kicking and never getting his ass kicked, it's hard to be like, okay, there's no, there's nothing really happening. There's mm-hmm. no chance he could die. There's nothing at stake. Mm-hmm. But when he gets thrown off the top of a fucking balcony and the and the fight scene with the woman there, I can't remember her name. Miss Perkins. Miss Perkins, thank you. Uh, when he gets in the fight with her and she handedly is kicking his ass, I was having a blast. I mean, at one point, I mean, I must have been laughing like an idiot because I was just like... You never see this. Yeah. You never see Dwayne Johnson get his ass kicked. You never see Vin Diesel get his ass kicked. Right, and I think that's what makes such a big part of like John Wick. John Wick is that it's how he handles the blows exactly and keeps his composure. And I also think it's... and just his sheer will to just be like, I've been stabbed, but you know, keep going, keep going. And the smartness at the end to stab himself in an already stabbed spot, like stabbed spot. <laughs> like it's smart. He's just smart. I think it also speaks volumes to him as a character and as a person in their world because he's being attacked by this assassin and another assassin who could easily just take him out, get $2 million and walk away, is deciding to help him. I just think it's a testament to how strong of a character he is. I do also love that he has this whole history that is skirted around. Mm -hmm. You pick up little tiny pieces here and there of what's going on, but they never outright tell you anything about his past or what the organization is mm-hmm. or the hotel itself. The Continental is the name of it. And I think that is what is the most interesting part is that it builds this world mm-hmm. for the other John Wicks and something that feels like like there's no exposition where they just tell you all of this shit. The only exposition we get is the Baba Yaga story. Mm-hmm. So the world building in this is, is the next thing that we actually wrote down is just immaculate. Right. Like, it's not just a man... That is getting revenge for his dog. Like there's a whole world that he's a part of that this is now entering him back into. Right. And I loved the, the when he's calling for the dinner reservations and you're like, what is he doing? Oh, yeah. And then those people show up to clean up the house and he flips him one of those gold coins. They have connections and lives that have existed outside the story and the world feels lived in. And I wanted to know so much more about... The Continental, the business he was in, who he worked with, the coins. I want to know so much more about the coins. Like, what do these fucking yeah. symbolize? And I think not telling me was perfect because movies a lot of the time are like, let's over-explain this in such an unrealistic way and add 45 minutes to the movie. Who like who are you explaining this story for? Obviously, for the audience. Mm-hmm. John Wick never does that. They just expect that you will eventually pick it up or you won't. Yeah, I agree. I think it's funny because you kept mentioning, what are the coins? What are they for? They must have their own <laughs> meaning in this world. I'm like, maybe they're just gold. Yeah. Maybe it's just gold. But it's easier to carry around a gold coin than mm-hmm. $2,000. Could be. Absolutely. I think people who have seen this franchise are probably screaming like, it means this. But we haven't gotten there, man. I, don't, I <laughs> honestly can't recall seeing any other John Wick movies. I don't know if I've saw, seen Son. Son. <laughs> 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 past the first one. Mm-hmm. So I honestly can't tell you what the coins are. <laughs> I hope that if they don't ever tell, if, if I'm going to continue to watch these movies eventually, 
And if they never explain to us what the gold coins are, I will be okay with that. Mm -hmm. I really will. This isn't like a Mad Max where I feel like I need an explanation. I don't need one here. Because the world already feels so alive and so lived in. With all of these... They introduced fucking 25 characters. I was going to read off all the actors in it. But then I was like, I'd be doing this for 10 minutes. Because every single one of these characters... Although, like, even... What's his name? Henry? The guy that um, John pays to watch Miss Perkins... Yeah. Even the six seconds he's on screen, they built him up into this character that we liked, mm-hmm. and then he dies. Harry. Harry, that's his name. But they just do such a good job of creating this atmosphere in this world that sucks you in but keeps you at a distance. Mm-hmm. Also, I really like that, which is my issue with a lot of action movies. It's like, we have to stop the guy with the nuclear bomb, and this is why he's doing this, and we got to go in right. there and get it. John Wick was like, he killed my fucking dog, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and they, people just accept it. They're like, he's killing all these people because they killed his dog. And you know what? There's nothing we can do about it. Even the cop that came to the door. Yes, that's what I was going to say. After he initially <laughs> killed 16 people yeah. that had broken into his house because they were trying to stop him from going after Yosef. But the cop comes to the door and he's like, even in John. And John goes, even in Jimmy. Noise complaint. He's like, noise complaint. <laughs> and he looks past John and sees the bodies. And he's just like, well, have a good night. He's like, you back in business? He's like, sorting out some things. <laughs> I, was, I was losing it because that's just such a perfect scene. And shows you, one, how many people know who John Wick is mm-hmm. and love John Wick and are afraid of John Wick. <laughs> he just so casually goes, good night, Jimmy. I think another piece <laughs> that um, I wanted to actually, I forgot to mention was uh, the scene when Vigo finds out whose car it was. Yeah. And he goes, It's it, it, he stole John Wick's car. And Vigo says, oh. And, and then he just hangs up. up. I was like, yes. And then like 10 minutes later when Vigo's son, Yosef, shows up, he's like, do you know whose car you stole? And he's like, no. And Vigo says, John Wick's. Yosef looks at him and goes, oh. And it's just like everybody knows the name John Wick and it strikes mm-hmm. fear in them. And I love that. Also, the car guy who works for Vigo punches Vigo's son in the face Risking his life because he's that much more scared of what John Wick will do. Yeah. I just, the uh, just like, amazing. I can handle whatever wrath I'm going to get from your father. I will not have any dealings with John Wick. No, no. And I, I. And John Wick even shows up and he gives him a car. Yep. Just gives him a car. He's like, I need a car. Because he's a good dude. He's, he's a reliable dude. And he's terrifying if he needs to be. And I think that also just shows the level of verse of how feared he's so feared people respect him i think because uh-huh. he's that good yeah i just thought it was so but people effortless. also know like if they don't cross him then they have no problem with exactly him. like it's, he's he's not gonna do anything to you if you haven't done anything to him john wick strikes me as a guy that you know where you stand with him at all times yeah if there's an issue he's gonna make sure you know there's an issue if there's no issue there's no issue yeah leave the man alone why would you try to steal his car why would you kill his dog leave the guy alone right and also yosef being like I can handle this. I got this. Oh, here we go. I'm not afraid. Are you afraid? I'm not afraid. And that just and killed me. Because he's clearly afraid. Because he's in the hot tub and he's in his towel and he runs out like he uses screaming. The girl and as a fucking using shield. the girl as a shield. Like he's just a low life. Just a low life. The next, the next thing, because I feel like we've talked about this enough that we can move on to <laughs> sort of a fun action comedy blend in this movie. And it's not a comedy. It's yeah. not like it's meant to be funny. It's just that. Between the action sequences, there are so many one-liners yeah. and moments that you just can't help but laugh because you're like, this is just so cool. 
I, I was, I mean, how many times did I laugh? I must have been laughing yeah. for 30, 40 minutes but out of this movie. But it's not even like a, it's not even like a hysterical laugh. It's just like they'll say something and it'll be like, <laughs> Right. It's just a fun mixture. Uh, it never. Like clever. It's clever. Exactly. And it, ne- and it's also the way that they speak to each other and the underlying meaning. Like you got to read between the lines of everything these people say. Mm-hmm. Even Lance Reddick, when uh, his character, the, the, the desk clerk uh-huh. calls up and he's like, we have a noise complaint. And you're like, are you this going is to just, need a dinner reservation? Yeah, are you going to need a dinner It's just. As the, in, are you going to need a body cleaner? Right. The way that they speak about their business without speaking about their business is amazing. I had an uninvited guest. I had an uninvited guest and I'm dealing with that right now. I just love it. And also, um, the way they interact with each other is just so funny because J- Harry comes out in the hallway and mm-hmm. he's like, John? Hey, John. <laughs> and he turns around and he's like, hey, Harry, you want to make a coin? And he's like, sure. It's just the way these characters interact with each other is priceless. Catch and release? Catch, yeah, catch and release. Yes, catch and release. It's just like they have their own lingo, their own world. Oh, it's a whole different world. And I love it. Yeah. I want to be part of it. I want to be part of John Wick's world. I don't, not really, but like it'd be cool. Uh, I would shit my pants if I was in John Wick's situation. Yeah, you kidding you me? You would just lay down dead. I'd be like, you're telling me I got to go into the red circle, break into the basement where all the mafia people hang out, and then kill 45 people to get the one dude I want? Um, Oh, no, thanks. <laughs> I even said, I even said at one point, if I were to ever be in this world, I'd be Willem Dafoe's character. A sniper and very far away from anything bad happening. Yeah, no hand in combat. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I'm not getting, I am not going to, I'm not a John Wick type. Hey, listen, I know myself. I am a strike from a distance kind of guy. I'm going to Willem Dafoe everybody and make my money that way. <laughs> That's how I would do it. Definitely I'm not going to bargain. They're not going to give him a chance to defend no. themselves. No. Also, I feel like if someone, it's also, I always shit on people when in Vampire Diaries, they strike up these. I talk about this every week, but they're always like, "If you leave, then we won't bother you. So like, we'll do this for you, but you have to leave." I'm always like in my head, just kill him, just fucking kill him and be done with it. Yeah, I know for a fact if I got someone in front of me and I had like a like if I'm like John Wick and they're like, "I got a family, man," I'd be like, "Fuck, I can't kill this guy." John Wick is like, "I don't." Boom! No, I'm not even listening. <laughs> Fuck you, get out of here. I would be like, "You got a kid." Oh, what's their name? And then we'd I'd spend fucking four hours learning everything about this dude's life. And then I'd be like, I forgot I was mad in the first place. Yeah. I can't. But a part you really like that I'm shocked you haven't mentioned yet is when um he breaks into the the stash, Vigo's stash in the yes. church. Yeah. And he doesn't steal anything. Mm-hmm. He just burns it to pieces. Yeah. And you're like, this show's like, it's not about money for this guy. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like a throw in your face. Like, you gotta, you gotta. You gotta pay for what you've done. Well, no, it's like. Because they have a the the prize money. Yes. For oh, killing him. right, 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 right. The $2 million, $4 million. Right. And he's like, I, you have $4 million on my head, but I'm going to, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't like, matter. Money to me. does not matter to yeah. me. Yeah. I, uh, I did. I said in the scene, I was like, oh, he's just going to blow this place up. And that's exactly what he did. And I think that's such a slap in the face to be like, put $10 million, $100 million. I'm going to come at you. Right. I'm going to find you. You will never stop me. And I love that scene because it's, him just like uh, saying fuck you mm-hmm. and to me that's the most badass thing he could do he went into this man's house basically blew up his shit with a bounty on his head and was like come for me yeah like come at me send everybody i'm not going to stop loved it right and even in the heat of like i'm blowing up this man's stuff like he gets through the doors and he's like 
go on, get out, ladies. He tells the like, ladies to leave. Like, so yeah. calmly, like, go on. And they're terrified, and he's just still like, get on out. <laughs> yeah. I also love that scene because it's, it's uh, to go back to the action and comedy, it blends the comedy so well here. I laugh so hard when he's got the priest down. Mm-hmm. He's like, open it. The priest is like, I can't. Vigo will kill me. And then he fires the gun, looks back and goes, yeah? And I, I mean, I died laughing because it's like, what do you think was going to happen? Yeah. John Wick is here, John bro. John Wick will kill you. He's going to kill you. <laughs> You're going to die either way. Might as well let him in. <laughs> Go with good grace. You know what I right? mean? You're the one that's like fronting a church for a fucking mob operation, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that there are moments like that that are just so funny mm-hmm. that are also only funny because you're just like this is he is so cool and slick yeah. and everything he does he's there's they're not, they're, there's tons of one-liners and none of them cheesy yeah. you know how like Arnold Schwarzenegger any movie he's in Rocky they've all got these one-liners and you're like oh brother give me a break they're here but they're they work mm-hmm. because he is just effortlessly backing that shit up he didn't even break a sweat and he's had 47 <laughs> hand-to-hand combat <laughs> fights like this man's not even sweating and I also love that he never lost sight of his goal even when that dude threw him over the balcony he never went back after that dude. No. He just went back outside to go get his target because that's right, where his target was. Those were just men standing in exactly. his way off his target. And he wasn't going to kill them unless he needed to. Exactly. And I also, what would you think? I have to ask. What would you think of the death of Yosef? You know what? I literally said right off the bat, I'm like, I wish he would have prolonged it. Me too. I wish he would have tortured him. But in John Wick's mind, he's he's just not that guy. Like, he's not going to torture someone. He's just going to get get his vengeance get wet get in get wet get out right he's just like he killed my dog i kill him mm-hmm. and he didn't draw it out or anything he's just like all right job's done also exactly that's what it is to him it is a matter of evening every evening everything out and basically collecting the debt owed to him mm-hmm. it's not even like a it's not a very it is personal but it's also not like a i'm going out for like vengeance on you it's just like you paid you, you, you did something and now you have to pay for right. what you did. In his mind, it's a job. Why would you spend 10 hours at the job when you can spend 6 hours at the mm-hmm. job and get the same result? For me at first, when he shoots him once and then he comes up to him and the guy's like, no, no, no. And he just shoots him and walks away. I was like a little disappointed because I want I mean, he killed a dog. I wanted to see this prolonged and this man to suffer. But then I just, the more the, I've been thinking about this movie every day for the last like three days. Mm-hmm. And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, that's just the perfect way to go because John Wick simply doesn't care what you have to say. And how many times we watch a movie where we're like, don't let the guy talk, just kill him. That's what John Wick was about. He's like, I don't care what you have to say. I don't need to hear what you have to say. There's no defending your way out of this. I'm simply right, I'm coming here to take your life. life and then I'm leaving. Right. And that's it. And I think, yes, Yosef didn't get physically tortured, but it was definitely very much a mental thing oh, for him, yeah. like waiting. Just oh, yeah. he's literally just had to wait to see if John Wick would find him. The going to the club and being chased out of there, the safe house, like all the shit he's had to do. Now he can't like sleep in peace. The man's like straight. He's like got his leg bouncing. He's stressing out, telling his friend to stop playing the video game because he's like, we gotta hear, we gotta be able to hear. Mm-hmm. And it's like he's just stressing the fuck out. And it's because to me, he is the Baba Yaga. He is the Michael Myers. He's you going he's to get you. you. He is coming it's for just you, a and nothing's of when. stopping him. Exactly. You know you're going to die. Exactly. And I love that because it's just this doom over That's this torture. man. And it's torture. That is torture. And when he gets there, he's not going to prolong it. He's already done it long enough. He's like, bang, bang, I'm done. I'm leaving. Yeah. And then I love the part that he gets his revenge and then he leaves. He mm-hmm. only comes back because of Willem Dafoe's character mm-hmm. being killed by Vigo. But he was out. He was clean. I was like, I'm not back right. in this. I'm simply out to repay a debt owed to right. me. Which I'd it. actually like to talk about the whole Vigo thing. Okay, yeah. Because 
he literally gave John Wick the location of his son and was like, if I give you his location, then I'm good, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you won't come after me. We're, we're, our, my debt's settled. And John was like, yeah, of course. Like, I don't care. I don't care about you. I just want your son. He's the one who wronged me. Yeah. And so that happens and John Wick kills his son. And then Vigo goes and he's like, kills John Wick's best friend and then calls him to be like, I just did this. And so it's like, you just literally sold out your son so you wouldn't get killed by John Wick. And now you've given, given him something to revenge, to have revenge for. And he's, you know, he's going to come after you. That's what they don't understand. That's what killed me is even when we watched it, I said, if he was going to kill Willem Dafoe, never should have called John Wick. What the fuck are you doing? You're setting up your own fate. Like, you know you're going to die now. Right. Why would you do that? Like, why are you gloating about killing this man's friend when you literally just sold out your son? Part of me believes that's why to he did die. it. Because he felt a little guilty for selling out his son. Maybe. And he's like, I still got one on John Wick. I still got him at one point in time. But then it's like, if you were going to sell your son and let him die, if you're going to sell your son, wouldn't you send all your men there to protect him? Because you know John Wick's coming there. Instead, he sent all his men to get Willem Dafoe. It's like, dude, you simply sold out your son for what reason? Like, you're just a scumbag. You know what I mean? He had most of his men protecting his son. He had two people that he, that got William Defoe. I guess, yeah. I mean, there was like four snipers. And you can tell right the... from that minute that William Defoe is not a fighter like John Wick. Like, nope. he doesn't he doesn't do the hand to hand combat. Mm-hmm. Those two men approached him on the street, and he just like brought him inside and was like, the Allstate commercial guy brought him inside, and he was like, was like well, this I is guess. it. I guess this is it. That would be me. That would be me. I'd be like, well, good run. Like, I've got my comeuppance. I did like that he did go out on his own terms. He's like, you're not going to torture me. Yeah. I'm just going to fucking force your hand here. Yeah. Which I liked. Uh, we're about to wrap this up. We pretty much talked about everything. We have one last thing to talk about. Cassidy, what was your favorite kill in this entire movie? So I saw your note of your favorite kill. Fuck, I forgot this was shared. But. Fuck. I'm going to come up with a different one. Oh, that's very nice of you. Because we, I'm, I, I thought we'd have that the same one. That one is just, we're just like, whoa. Yeah. it's just gross. It's insane. I've never seen but anything like it. if I had to choose a different kill, my second favorite kill would be when they're in the club and Yosef is in the hot tub and John Wick comes down and he gets the bodyguard or one of the guards on the mm. ground and looks right up at Yosef, mm-hmm. stares in his face and shoots the guy in the head. That was beautiful. I do remember that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're making eye contact. And he's just like, again, no emotion. Like, I'm coming for you. Right. It's just stoic. Because he knows this is your fate. Boom, bullet to the head. Mm-hmm. And then he goes after Yosef. Loved it. I did like that kill. I like that scene. I like that whole that he's whole like, scene, to be honest. He's like, yes, I can still kill all these men with my full attention on you. Yeah. I loved how he comes up to Francis, Kevin Nash. Uh-huh. And he puts the gun to his head. He's like, hey, Francis. And he's like, John. And he's like, you want to take the night off? And he's like, I'm thinking I do. And he walks away. And John goes into the bar. They have like a book over yeah. you lo- you look, You're looking good. You lost some weight. Yeah. He's like, yeah, 60 pounds. And that's the comedy <laughs> in it. Is that like, there's the comedy. Of like, this so dark. It's black comedy. It's such dark comedy. Because yeah. you're and like, this should like, not yeah, be Yeah, I'm not getting paid enough for this. Yeah. He just walks away. That death scene too, when he smashes Yosef's friend's face a billion times off oh, the yeah, sink. The and sink. then snaps his neck in the... Water was it was an instant. That whole scene is just filled with with great mm-hmm. great death scenes. But my favorite scene, as you already know, yes. is the scene when he breaks that dude's neck, but is like on his countertop. On his countertop. So he's laying. He has this man laid across his countertop, 
and then it's not just his neck he snaps because he snaps it's like his it. Back. It's his back that from like his shoulders up, like snaps. He's just like, and it's also the fact that like you see the break. Yeah. And then he's just limp. And I remember I I'm pretty sure I went, holy shit. Right. And his body's just laying in an angle. Yeah. Like his back is just laying off the countertop and it's just like It's such an unnatural position to be. Like a <laughs> yeah. dead position is never a natural position, but like I've never seen that type of that type of kill before. So just Fucking bonkers. Yeah. Bonkers. And I mean, the movie just kept getting better and better and better, but my mind kept going to that death because it was just so fresh and new. I've never seen anyone get their fucking <laughs> sternum up, basically snapped while they're laying down. Just crazy. The force that takes. Right? And he does it so chill and then goes and answers the door because the cop's there. It's like, what? What is happening in this fucking movie? The fact that he even answers the door. Right. Like, it's pitch black in his house. He could just... Nonchalantly got the gun behind his hand and he still has no fear of opening his front door. That was my thought. Yeah. I was like, that cop's working for them or it's more people coming. I'm not opening that door. And John Wick just opens it fully and he's like, hey, Jimmy. And it's like, what the fuck? Like inviting them in and be like, all right, your turn. (laughs) Just insane. Just insane. He's John fucking Wick. He's John motherfucking Wick, boy. But we were also, we were talking about how like Keanu Reeves is like so unproblematic in Mm -hmm. Hollywood. Like he's just... We, I've seen on multiple po- multiple like posts that he's the nicest guy in Hollywood. Yeah, it just feels like he's really down to earth. And then he does movies like this, and you're like, yeah, he but probably he's also a fucking badass. Yeah, uh, I did want to say just real quickly that I think Keanu Reeves is perfect casting for John Wick mm-hmm. because he's able to stay this like. To me, it kind of reminds me of Halloween. Like I keep saying the Michael Myers reference. He's like the shape, which is Michael Myers in the distance. It's called the shape. He is just this larger-than-life character that embodies, like, not evil like Michael Myers, but just comeuppance. Yeah. Don't fuck with John Wick, because he's you're going to get it, right. dude. So, that's just my piece on that. I'd like, you don't have quick. to explain anything about him. You just have to say, he, it's John Wick. It's the Baba Yaga, and everyone's like, fuck. It's John fucking Wick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. Here we're going to give out our MVP, our favorite scene, our rating, and then what we would change. So do would you like to give your uh, MVP first? Or should we just do it at the same time? I mean, <laughs> when a movie's named after yeah, someone, yeah. I feel like it kind of has... Like, it's not even like it has to be this person, but I guess in this movie, like, it just is this person. It just is this person because we've been talking about him nonstop. We had a whole section about him. It's John fucking it's Wick. It's motherfucking John it's Wick. It's John fucking Wick and Keanu Reeves at the same time. It's both of them because he <laughs> embodies that character perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, it's John Wick. If you had to give your favorite scene for this movie, which scene is your favorite? My favorite scene is the very end when the video of his wife is still playing in his hand and it just says, like, Let's go home, John. And that's when he pull, peels himself up off the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And he walks into like a shelter stuff to get medical supplies. And he just makes eye contact with this dog. And she's just like, yeah, I'm taking you home. And I love that they walk past the spot where she fell down um, oh, on yeah. the bridge. I love that he like walked the dog through that path. And it's, the dog that he chooses is just like the cutest. So was it little... Bella? What was her name? You like saw the name and you're like, oh. I don't know what the I name remember. was. But, but it was a beautiful dog. Yeah, a little cute little pit bull. Beautiful. And you just tell like, they're so happy. They're like, thank you for taking me home. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite scene is the 
cut to and from the Baba Yaga story where uh, Vigo's telling Yosef about who John Wick is. And they flash to John Wick and he's smashing his uh, floor the with a sledgehammer floor. because he's just getting all of his gear out. And that's when I knew. Because like up until that point, it had just been, you know, it was all right. But then you get to that point and you're like, oh, there's something there. Like there's something burning in this man that is, he keeps hitting very well. Mm-hmm. And it's the only time you see him get emotional outside of him driving the car in the beginning when he's like, you know, yeah. cutting wheelies or, you know, donuts and shit. And uh, it's the only time you see him get emotional. He's screaming, smashing into the, the concrete to and get back to his weapons. He buried this life under a layer of concrete. Yeah. For years. Like, you got to think about that. He retired and then layered it underneath his house in concrete. Like, he was done. The man was done. And then you pulled him back in. But was he really done? Because he could have thrown all that stuff away. He could have. He could have exactly. thrown it in the ocean. Why he could keep, have gotten rid of it. Right. Why keep all those gold coins? You could have given them to your bodies. You could have given them to Willem Dafoe or Harry or whoever. Like, he kept them because I think he always partially knew in the back of his mind. He I always wanted back. the. Ch- I think he always wanted the chance to be like, if someone wrongs me enough. Right. I have the means. Right. And as a runner-up, I want to say the scene where he's uh, tied down to the chair. And Vigo is, like, explaining to him, like, he's going to suffocate him and kill him and all this shit. And then he says... uh, It's just a fucking dog, John. Right. It's just a fucking dog, John. And then he says, everyone wants to know if I'm back. Yeah, I guess I am. And then he stands up and everyone's, like, trying to crown him. And he still gets in Vigo's face. And he's like, you're going to die screaming next to your son. And I was like, ooh, okay, let's go. But those are my two favorite scenes. And he's just like... That dog was the last gift my wife left left me. He goes, it was her gift, so I didn't have to grieve alone. It was my only hope. You took <laughs> your son took away my hope. I mean, he yeah the the line is because it, the the line grammatically doesn't really make sense in my head, but it's so passionate that it doesn't matter. He says, yeah. "Your son uh, killed it from me." Yeah, your son killed it from me. And I was like, God. And, and Keanu Reeves getting emotional there is like perfect. Just mm-hmm. the perfect timing for him to finally be like, I'm not everyone, done. Because everyone's like, it's just a dog. It's just right. a dog. Like, and he's like, it wasn't just a damn dog. Right. It's so nice <laughs> to hear. Because everyone, because like, as a viewer, we understand the metaphor, obviously. And it's it's an action movie. It doesn't really need one. But they still threw it in there. And Keanu Reeves saying it to the, like, to the people around him. It's like, how do you not get that? That's more than that. He stole my wife's last gift to me. Like, mm-hmm. this was the last piece of my wife I have. Just such a brilliantly executed scene, mm-hmm. both uh, director-wise, actor-wise, everything was perfect. Yeah. So, your rating. This is it. This is the big time. Out of five gold coins, what are you going to be giving John Wick? Four gold coins. Four gold coins. I love it. That's a good score. Four. I am going to give it... Four and a half gold wow. coins. This thing is damn near perfect. Damn, <laughs> which is crazy because Kyle like does not like action movies. He, I hate like, him. Every time I like recommend him, or like want to watch a movie, he's like, I don't do action. Well, it's just it's to me it's so senseless. I need action where like there's like I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I just don't care about the action sequences. I'm not like a big. I don't want to watch a 20 minute fight scene. If I wanted to do that, yeah. I would watch UFC. I'd watch one championship, Bellator. <laughs> Fuck, I'd watch WWE for Christ's sake. At least there's another storyline going on in there. But to me, those action sequences, I just, you know, I can't, I just can't get into them. With Keanu Reeves and John Wick, I sunk my teeth in deep. And this, I mean, it hooked me. Four and a half gold coins for me. It was just immaculate. Immaculate. Now, is there any way to make this movie better? Or is there anything that comes to mind that you would change 
about this movie. I would love if the dog didn't have to die. <laughs> but it does. I really do think it just wouldn't make sense. Mm-hmm. The lengths that he goes to if, if the dog didn't die. Right. But besides that. Because I also think that if you steal someone's hope, there is the hope they could get the hope back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They killed his hope. He killed it from me. Like he took, he took it away. Yeah. There's no hope left in the world. It's done for him. So of course he, the dog has to die, which fucking sucks. It does suck. Yeah. Now what I would change, I would fix is the whole Vigo killing Willem Dafoe thing. Right. I just didn't. But like that. If you're gonna have more movies, you like you can't just let John Wick drive away. I mean, in the end, he still gets even and takes the dog and goes home. Yeah. Oh, you mean like you can't have you can't have Willem Dafoe die and then John Wick drive away? No. Oh. I just mean like in general, like gotcha. there's yeah, got to yeah. be something to drag him back in. Gotcha. Like for real, bring him for real back in. Right. Yeah. I just, it seems so senseless to me. And I was like, I don't need the movie to be any longer than it is. It's such a short movie. It's an hour and 40 minutes or something like that. Chef's kiss. Perfect. Love it. But yeah, I just don't need that whole extra 10 minutes of him killing Willem Dafoe, he could have just gone after Vigo, and I'd have been fine with that. Yeah. Uh, I do think, you know, I, I mean, I get why they did it, because you need to have him come back. Like you said, you got to have him come back. But it just didn't gel with the rest of the vibe of the movie for me. Right. And as I already complained, I'm like, it doesn't make sense that he gave up his son and then called John Wick and was like, hey, just killed your best friend. What right. you going to do? Right. It's like, you know what he's going to do. Yes, exactly. It's you just, just another... give up your son for that not to happen. Exactly. It's just another thing that kind of bugs me, because Vigo seems smarter than that. Yeah. He didn't ever. It didn't ever really seem. He never really seemed like he loved his. He never did anything in the movie to make it seem like he cared about his son all that much. Yeah, but it's still your son. But it's still your son. But at the same time, it's like you sold him and out, let him die, and then son. killed his so friend. Who's gonna take over his business? You know, no one now. They're all dead. Right. <laughs> Another scene that I really like is when John is coming after Vigo and he's when they're headed for the helicopter and mm-hmm. he starts like ramming into the car and Vigo just starts laughing. He just knows. He's just like. Like he's gone, he's lost it at yeah. that point. He's smoking a cigar. He's yeah. like the Baba the Yaga. He's getting hit and he's just laughing. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's a wild scene. The Allstate chaos guy is like, Where's my fucking gun? Yeah. And he just nonchalantly hands it to him and he goes to grab like, it, he pulls it away and then hands it to him. <laughs> yeah. Like he knew what was coming. And I think that's why he killed Willem Dafoe because it's like, I know I'm going to die, but I'm taking out another thing that you care about. So you truly have nothing left. Because Willem Dafoe was his friend. And he was the last friend he had, you know what I mean? That we actually saw him interacting with. So it just hurt to see him die. And that's just, you know, what I what I think. But it, I get why they did it. Yeah. Before we round this out and close out, any relationship advice? Relationship advice for, from John Wick. For, for our listeners out there. I'm trying to... I've been thinking about it for the past 10 minutes. I know when we're coming to a close. <laughs> and I'm like, how do, I, how do I phrase this? So it may be a little bit choppy, all right? About my my relationship advice advice. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. My relationship advice for you guys is: you never know how important something that seems insignificant to you could be to your significant other. So don't take it for granted. I love that. Yeah, I mean it's good advice. <laughs> if you're significant- if only I could put some of these things into practice. <laughs> yeah. If you're significant, if it means so much to your significant other. You, and just not even just your significant other. If it means so much to anybody else. Right. You don't know how important something right. that seems like insignificant to you could be to someone. Yeah. I agree. 
So don't yuck anyone's yum. Don't yuck anyone's yum. That's what it boils down to in life. Don't yuck anybody's yum. What we do want you to uh, do, though, is yum our yum. So give us <laughs> ratings. That was so terrible. But give us <laughs> ratings on Apple and Spotify. We are a bunch of other places, but Apple and Spotify are the two big ones that we, we need ratings on. So we appreciate you guys doing that. Again, I know you're sick of hearing me say it, but I'm going to keep saying it. Share us. Uh, with friends, post us on your story, anything like that. It helps us a tremendous amount. And it has been shown in the numbers reflected. So we appreciate that and keep it up, guys. And with that, go watch a fucking movie.